0: Okay.
1: Hello, everybody. Hello, Riz. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Myra, Dave, Chris, Audrey, Lynn Altman, Maya, Lisa, Rebecca, Lincoln, Coron, and Sally. Hi, everyone. Okay. I want us to begin today um, with a reading from lesson 331. It's in page four sixty-eight in our war book. Three three one. There is no conflict for my will. Oh, sorry, sorry, about that, It's three three three. Sorry, forgiveness ends the dream of conflict here. This is one of my favorite lessons. Um, page four six nine, lesson three three three, and I'm going to get good. Please, Audrey. Could you please read this lesson for me? Thank you very much, and we...
0: Thank you, I'd love to.
1: One minute in silence, thank you.
0: Forgiveness ends the dream of conflict here. Conflict must be resolved. It cannot be evaded, set aside, denied, disguised, seen somewhere else, called by another name, or hidden by deceit of any kind, if it would be escaped. It must be seen exactly as it is, where it is thought to be, in the reality which has been given it and with the purpose that the mind accorded it. For only then are its defenses lifted and the truth can shine upon it as it disappears. Father, forgiveness is the light. You chose to shine away all conflict and all doubt and light the way for our return to you. No light but this can end our evil dream. No light but this can save the world. For this alone will never fail in anything, being your gift to your beloved Son. Thanks, Audrey. Let's stay for one minute in silence and ask for
1: guidance for this lesson. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Just gently, gently come back.
1: So, today we will be studying, we'll be reading together and discussing together lesson number 44. And the reason I've read this um, lesson. 333 is because uh, in this lesson 44, um, we're going to be guided towards the idea of um, seeing the light and it's not a light that we're going to see with the eyes, you know, the the eyes of the world, with these two eyes is the light of vision. And it's emphasized here, this early in the workbook, the importance of uh, to be able to see, in, to our hatred to see what is inside us that thing that moves us and makes us believe that in an attack and that we need to defend ourselves and, and early in this lesson we're going to be uh, taught how to how to look at the hatred and actually see it as just that as something that is not our it doesn't belong to us and and, and it just need to be observed to be able to see what is behind it because the hatred is just, um, a feeling, a, a sensation that comes up that hides uh, a real problem behind. So it is, it is very, it's a very important lesson, as we will see. Okay, so we are in page 69, and it's lesson 44. God is the light in which I see. And um, as uh, my English is not uh, extremely good, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to help me read you know, I really enjoy listening to you read. And we're going to go through it um, together one by one. So um, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get Oris. Could you please, Oris, give me a hand reading paragraph one? Okay,
3: thank you. God is the light in which I see. Today we are continuing the idea for yesterday, adding another dimension to it. You cannot see in darkness and you cannot make light you can make darkness and then think you see in it but light reflects life and is therefore an aspect of creation creation and darkness cannot coexist but light and life must go together being but different aspects of creation
1: Thank you, Oris. Thank you for helping me read. I I love in this sentence. I don't know if you want to add something, Oris. No, don't you just read. Thank no. you. Um, in this in this paragraph, I love a sentence two when it says, "You cannot see in darkness, and you cannot make light. You can make darkness, and then think you see it. You see in it." but light reflects life, and is therefore an aspect of creation. So we see here a clear statement that how um, we we invented darkness, we need to not see to be able to, to perpetuate this idea of separation. And it's, and it's so important to to start to put this in, to start doubting, you know, this idea of that. That we can see in, in darkness because it is impossible that what our senses show us is, is not real in any case um i'm gonna ask you can you hear this banging in the in the wall
4: it's not oh, sorry about that. It, it's not bad though i mean your voice is well above the level of the banging in the background
1: Okay, thank you very much. I wasn't counting on that today, so sorry about
4: that. It's
5: just uh, Jesus trying to get into the meeting. You know how he is, so j- just ignore him, you know, just do what we usually do.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm gonna ask you to participate a lot more today, just for me not to, you know, to have the microphone on and, and for you to hear the noise, so thank you about that. Um, I apologize about that. Does anybody else would like to comment on this uh, on this sentence?
5: I was thinking about, you know, like the, like on a beautiful sunny day when it's clear and the sky's crisp and clean, and how I don't think that's darkness. Like, a, we had a beautiful, really beautiful day after a couple days of heat in Denver yesterday, and it was walking around, looking at the trees and the sky and the ducks and the geese. <laughs> It's not like, I I, I didn't want to relate to that as darkness, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, that's what he's saying. If if I'm seeing anything with my body's eyes, it's all dark, no matter how bright and clear and clean and crisp it seems to be. So I was just realizing, as I was reading that paragraph, uh, uh, how I wrestle with that sometimes without
6: even admitting it. That's all. (laughs) Go
1: ahead, Chris.
6: Uh, reminds me of uh, I forget his name. His last name is Sullivan, and he's uh, he's blind. And he was talking about when he goes to a baseball game with his friend that how sighted people miss almost all of the game. They don't they don't get the smells and the sounds and the wind blowing in their hair. And I know this is still the senses and everything, but he is he just talks like you don't. you guys don't know what you're missing. And I think it's probably the same thing we don't know really what's, uh, what's going on. And we close and I I did the meditation a little bit today and just sat and I could, I could just feel or sense, you know, all these silly thoughts coming through and then just, Oh, I can just let that go. I can let that go. And just kept going deeper and deeper. But uh, I think of that often when he talks about, you know, how, Sighted people are missing out on so much in life.
2: Thank you, Chris. Well, uh, such
6: yesterday, uh, yesterday, Lisa sent me a, along those
5: same lines. Um, Lisa sent me a, a clip from Helen uh, Keller's writings, who was, I think, she was blind and deaf, um, and she uh, sh- she was quote unquote listening to a Beethoven night nice symphony and the way she was able to hear it quote unquote hear it is the guy took the the cover off the speaker even in those days this is like 1924 and she put her hand on the sound and she described that symphony with the violins and the drums in a way that was just m- like mind expanding <laughs> just like in a way that like I don't even hear it that way and I can hear <laughs> She she knew when the violins were playing. She knew when the drums were playing. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> she just like went totally real world with the whole thing. And she, she physically couldn't even hear the thing. Yeah, it's good. Ask Lisa if you want to hear, uh, or if you want to read Helen uh, Keller's clip on that. It's really something.
1: <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you, Tim. Um, I forgot what I was about to say about, about Chris um chris uh, intervention but uh, yes what you said is is totally right is um is that idea that you know jesus will introduce us to the to the exercise of closing our eyes and and we get so um fooled you know by our senses that sometimes we don't realize how much we're, we're missing by not but just 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 not allowing them to bring us information, as um, Javier was sharing with us the other day. Uh, it's just information that they bring to us. It's nothing more. And it's, 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 what we do is to judge that information, and usually we judge it in a way that make us suffer. So that th- this is a really beautiful lesson. OK, let's move to paragraph two. Does anybody else would like to comment on this? Uh, nobody else, OK. Uh, I would like Myra to read paragraph two, please.
0: Okay, thank you, Osmani. In order to see, you must recognize that light is within, not without. You do not see outside yourself, nor is the equipment for seeing outside you. An essential part of this equipment is the light that makes seeing possible. It is with you always, making vision possible in every circumstance. Yeah, the light within. And even though everything we're seeing is darkness, still Jesus says not to deny what we see because it's our classroom. So we can uh, see whatever we're seeing and how are we reacting to that. And that way we can still use our senses as a classroom and we don't have to deny it i'm not sure what he means by equipment
1: yeah i have to go back to ken Wapnick's, um explanation for this lesson and he says this uh it's our senses really we're equipped oh,
0: oh, the, the, yeah i thought so but i yeah. wasn't sure okay
1: yeah yeah I
0: have to our go senses back. aren't made for doing that,
1: okay, yeah, I wasn't thank sure you. thank you thank you. I think I saw a hand up maybe no
5: well uh, yeah, I think you know, in one sense, he's kind of putting down our five senses as equipment, but then he says the the essential equipment, you know the real stuff, the real equipment is like my when my decision maker chooses the Holy Spirit is as the teacher i mean that's the equipment that's a funny way to describe that choice, but I think that's what he's talking about there is when I go right minded that's the equipment that's going to help me have vision choosing the right t- teacher but I, yes, it's you know it's the only i mean it's just kind of a funny almost uh, funny ironic way to use the word equipment talking about the holy spirit he's our real equipment
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, thank you, Tim, because it's, it's true. In, in the first line, it says equipment in the sense that it's our senses, but but then in that paragraph that you read, it's, it's just is the decision maker. is what makes us see, really, the light of God. So thank you very much for that.
6: Bruce, uh, Bruce, Bruce.
2: Bruce go ahead, please. Yeah, I was uh, uh, looking at the uh, other uh, uh, lesson before it. And the one uh, line that strikes out to me is, I see through the eyes of forgiveness. So in that, in that manner, I feel that uh, forgiveness is in everything that I see since my perception lies to me and is filled with guilt. So through forgiveness is probably my own my own place for the atonement and without forgiveness I don't think my mind could be resurrected to the, uh, to the light in which God reveals to me I sometimes as Tim said uh, walking through the park and, and feeling the breeze and, and through my hair but uh, uh, all that I have trouble with that as well you know But in that, if I have to forgive something that's beautiful and uh, I like a sunset, well, maybe that forgiveness is just part of uh, the Christ that I should see within myself. Just honor the beauty um, and have it reflect the Christ within me.
4: So anyways.
1: Thank you, Bruce. Imagine if we believe that we see now with our eyes, with our exterior equipment, and we do believe we see beauty and we see love and we see, and it's, and it's, all a, it's only a reflection of, of the reality of God. So imagine if we see that now and we believe we see that now. Imagine when we will when we'll be able to completely see with the eyes of Christ. So it's just, it will be filled with joy so we, we don't, we're not even aware of all the beauty that is ahead of us just by choosing Christ, choosing the vision of God. Thank you, Bruce. Um, I love also here in paragraph one, in, in, it says, sorry, in paragraph one, in, sorry, paragraph two, line one, it says, in order in order to see, you must recognize the light, light is within. So we must recognize, we, we need to choose to recognize it. And in order to see, because we don't see now, you know, he's, he's talking about the vision of, of God, the vision of Christ, the vision of unity. So, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Okay, I don't see, no hands up. Oh, like, um, Rebecca, could you please give me a hand, reading paragraph?
7: Please?
5: Jean was waving.
7: Oh, where is Jean? Oh, Jean, hello. <laughs> Morning, everyone. Um, Thanks, Asmani. It's funny how our lives, like this morning in another space, I was thinking about this light within and not without. It's it's, another person was using the framework of how they thought spiritually. And I think it maybe was in the framework of Catholicism, unceasing prayer. And that's what that light within is. It's this unceasing prayer that goes on, not without not without, and, and I forget that, because when I'm without, I've forgotten that, but I thank you for going back to line one, because that's, because that actually explains two and three real clearly. Thank you.
1: And was, I think it was Bruce that pointed out that the uh, previous lesson, lesson 43, says, God is my source. I cannot see apart from him. So um, when we choose the right mind, we will only see God because it is the only thing we can really see. Everything else is made up. That, as Myro was saying, it's, it's not about to deny what we see. It's just that we need to ask for help to see truly through whatever our eyes are, are showing us. Because uh, the book says, it's, it's no vision. You know, what the eyes show us, it's just it's just a reflection of the real, the real truth. So it's not about denying, it's about, Asking for help to see through it. Okay.
5: I was thinking too about what what Jean just said about unceasing prayer. So, but somewhere I think it's in the course. Certainly Kenneth said, you know, that we're always praying. We're either we're either it's an either unceasing prayer to the ego, meaning I'm uh, I want to see darkness, I want to be invested in in my, what my five senses are telling me, or it's an or. It's gonna be prayer, period, one way or the other. I'm either gonna to pray to the ego unceasingly, or I'm gonna to pray to the Holy Spirit. And I can do that unceasingly too. If I choose. But and then then everything will look good. The great beach will look good. <laughs> like like a race's image of where everything looks like visually it's all one. Or a sunny beach'll look good. <laughs> everything will look good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks
1: consistently praying i i i'm glad you, you brought that up because uh, when i have realized that to pray actually is to ask for help constantly it's just and and the help is not to 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 get the things in in our lives better it's just to see with the eyes of christ so we're always asking for help even when we don't realize as tim was saying that we're asking for help we getting the help of the ego or the holy spirit and we sometimes don't realize that. We go to the ego for the fault, for answers. And, and what we need to do is to change, you know, the asking to the, to the ego, to the Holy Spirit. And then we'll see. Okay, Rebecca, I think that was. Okay. Uh,
8: Thank you, Rebecca. Paragraph three. Yes, okay. Today we are going to attempt to reach the light. For this purpose, we will use a form of exercise, which has been suggested before, and which we will utilize increasingly. It is a particularly difficult form for the undisciplined mind and represents a major goal of mind training. It requires precisely what the untrained mind lacks, yet this training must be accomplished if you are to see. Uh, I guess what stands out for me there is sentence four, it requires precisely what the untrained mind lacks. So I, I feel like he's starting to introduce this idea of shifting our attention as a decision maker from ego mind to Holy Spirit mind. And in order to do that, we have to be, have enough training to um, be able to rally that attention and redirect it.
1: Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you very much. Yes, it's, it's all about training our mind. And um, that's why in, um, in a few sentences ahead, we're gonna read about closing our eyes um, because at the, at the moment where our mind is not trained enough to actually um, not to see Uh, not to evaluate things on the world and then we get distracted by it so jesus is asking us to close our eyes and try to reach the light that's always with us but we at the moment because we get so distracted we cannot we can only see it closing our eyes but we're going to be you know taking all the way to 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 from this training to be able to to reach the light all the time even with our eyes open i i i'm I, I don't know why I, I want to recommend this film I just seen. It's called Arrival. I don't know if any of one, any of you have seen it. It's a film, 2016 film, about um, some aliens arriving to Earth and you know, and all the paranoia that goes around, you know, the aliens coming to Earth. And then there, there is a scene I don't want to spoil it for any of you, but um, she learns that she can actually um, get help from time. I mean, she 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 learns that you know. Time doesn't go in the way we, we usually believe it does. And she can reach memories from, from past and future. And, and it's beautiful how she, she learns to, to, to trust. And then she starts closing her eyes more, more often. So I, I just you know, thought of us doing the same exercise, closing our eyes to reach you know, to reach the light of God. So if you haven't had the chance to see it, if you haven't seen it yet, please, please go and get it, because it's, it's a really interesting film. Okay. Um. I,
5: was, uh, I was playing with that idea of uh, training and uh, untraining. So Certainly, I mean, we, we let the ego train us. I mean, we're real trained in the ego. I'm real trained in the ego. <laughs> I just don't admit it. <laughs> I've worked hard at the ego. <laughs> I make all kinds of judgments and justifications. And then for some reason I thought of the song. It's not untrained, but it's unchained melody. By the righteous brothers, and I thought, "Oh, that's really beautiful," because because my melody is pretty much chained when it's chained to the ego. I mean, and so to unchain my song, I think Bruce Brickman was saying this the other day. Jesus gets to sing us then. I mean, we actually become a song that Jesus can sing. So, it, and we become unchained in that sense. So, that kind of adds to the whole. I like that. <laughs> we're, we're learning how to train ourselves to be unchained. Great. <laughs> right.
1: Thank you. Oh, he- hello, Jean, again.
7: Thank you. You know, as, as Rebecca was reading that paragraph, I kept thinking to myself, boy, Jesus, you really think I'm smarter than I am, that I can do this. <laughs>
1: Thank you thank you Jean yeah I like, I like to think of at the beginning I used to be um, I mean I, a few years back I used to um, observe myself sort of have a um, monitorize myself a lot more and I found out that I was quite stressful and now what I do is is I I, I go hand by hand with me I accompany myself which I think is more gentle and more um, yeah i just think it's, it's it, it just doesn't doesn't involve judgment it's just whatever happens i'm 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 there to to observe so thank you jim for that because you brought that idea
5: and you and you're right asmani about arrival if you haven't seen arrival yet you gotta see it <laughs> it's really <Yeah>. good
1: <laughs> it is it's really good and i think it goes through the, the 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 steps of um developing our trust you know and 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 it's called I don't know, it's got such a cool scenes and, and, I don't know, it's, I think it's the, the hero's journey. You know, from complete ignorance and ignorance of, of the truth of, of the idea the, the, of God, of, of, of that we're one together, to, the, to, the, to letting, you know, be the light go through you, you know, not, not being an obstacle to light. And I think that film, that film portrays that um beautifully because there is a, a, an apparent enemy that the enemy doesn't do anything it's just there and then you know the humans all get paranoid and so i think it's beautiful it's just you know a beautiful portray of the hero's journey which is our our journey okay um let's move to paragraph four which is um uh, well interesting paragraph. Um, Could could we we read paragraph four and five? And I'm going to get, uh, Abby, could you please read paragraph four and five? Thank you very much.
9: Yes, thanks. Have at least three practice periods today, each lasting three to five minutes. A longer time is highly recommended, but only if you find the time slipping by with little or no sense of strain. The form of practice we will use today is the most natural and easy one in the world for the trained mind, just as it seems to be the most unnatural and difficult for the untrained mind. Your mind is no longer wholly untrained. You're quite ready to use the form of exercise we will use today, but you may find you will encounter strong resistance. Reasons very simple. While you practice in this way, you leave behind everything you now believe and all the thoughts you've made up. Properly speaking, this is the release from hell. Yet perceived through the ego's eyes, it is loss of identity and a descent into hell. Properly speaking, this exercise is the release from hell. But perceived through the ego's eyes, it's a loss of identity. You know, because for me, because uh, I always want to know what Jesus means when he uses a word that I think I know the meaning of, and it's like, "Mm, probably not, and especially when I see God is the light in which I see, I thought, what does he mean by light? And for me, I had to look up what Jesus said light is. And I found a couple of places in the text early where he says, light is understanding, understanding is light. And we don't, at least I don't want to understand that I need like the raucous shrieking of the ego needs to be still because there cannot be understanding when the, I'm believing the lie of my five senses. Whether it comes in pleasant forms, whether <laughs> for me it's a two foot snowstorm out of nowhere, whatever the lie of my senses is. I much prefer to believe that than to turn to the stately calm within. So when I see this, this practice is a release from hell, it's not just that he's asking us to stop with the listening to the raucous shrieking, stop believing the lie. He's asking us to turn within and that is literally the last place frequently that I ever want to look. I don't want to say I'm wrong in my interpretation. I don't want to go for another interpretation. But it has to, for me anyways, has to become my default mechanism. I ha- I have to if I'm upset or reacting to something, I have to know you must be wrong. You must be, because you're not at peace with, with what you're seeing, what you're experiencing and what you're Above all, understanding, your understanding is totally askew. So to turn to the stately calm within is the uh, loss of identity and a descent into hell in the ego's so-called eyes. That's the undoing. So um, God is the understanding in which I see, well... At you, as Omani so beautifully said, the darkness we invented as our numerous obstacles <laughs> and, and, and you're gonna undo my identity. So um, that's my comment on the two paragraphs of descending into hell.
2: Thank you, Abby, beautifully put.
9: Yeah, this is a very, very important paragraph.
1: And and everything I do is is, is not to lose the identity I've invented. And everything I, like in the film, um, I have to defend even though there is no threat. But because in the defense, it goes my identity. I do believe I am this body full of, you know, personality traits and and likes and and they're all fine. There is nothing wrong with, with that. There is nothing wrong with you know, behaving in a way or doing something. It's just the fact that we we invest in all the stress that's invested in that preservation of that idea. And Jesus is, is just asking us here to 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 observe it, to to, to, to see how much we invest in that and 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 the, and the fact that we we close our eyes or we silence ourselves and we don't want to see that. And and Jesus is asking us in this paragraph just to just to observe all the noise that is there without judgment just to see that it's there so thank you does anybody else would like to comment
5: a- abby's talked about under- understanding as light like before and uh, it always takes me a while to sit with that and you i was thinking that like even in terms of the movie her coming to understand what really going on really was a resurrection for her I mean in, in in one sense, coming to that experiential understanding, like you begin to actually see, feel, taste what it <laughs> with real senses, what's really going on, that time is circular, that all those experiences are all connected for her in the movie and um and, and you know and, the, and that that is the resurrection, I think, coming to the light, coming to that understanding um, and and seeing all the connections that we refuse to see that were already there they were already there yeah I like that understanding is the resurrection <laughs> that's good
3: <laughs>
1: and also I like from this uh, paragraph five it says your mind is no longer wholly untrained so yeah it's not wholly untrained <laughs> baby steps little by little I, I i was thinking the other day that um um a, a few years ago my my favorite sentence used to be try I used to tell myself all the time, just try, just try. And my ego kept telling, why are you going to try? I said, whatever, just try it. Today, just try it. (laughs) And I didn't didn't even know what I was trying, but I was trying. (laughs) So, anyway, does anybody else would like to comment? Okay. Oh, this is a very important paragraph to number six. And I'm going to get... Oh, Jean, could you please read number six? And if you feel like commenting, do so. Thank you.
7: Okay. If you can stand aside from the ego by ever so little, you will have no difficulty in recognizing that its opposition and its fears are meaningless. You might find it helpful to remind yourself from time to time that to reach light is to escape from darkness. Whatever you may believe to the contrary, God is the light in which you see. You are attempting to reach him. I just love how, you know, he sets out the first line, ever so little, you know, it, like you said, Asmani, just try ever so little and, you know, no difficulty, you know, it just everything falls away in that, in that first statement and fears are meaningless. And then, you know, he really, he ends it so well with, you know, you are attempting to reach him, but that it's, that I'm making it hard and I don't need to do that. Thank you.
1: Thank you Jean, thank you and it's true I, I that's why it's so difficult for us to, to sit in silence and to, and to stop for a minute because uh, our the ego system knows that when we actually listen to it and all the crazy stuff that says um, and we see for what it is just just information, then we'll stop believing in it little by little and that's the, the, the biggest opposition, you know of all the practices is the silence and it's okay if we don't do it it's just we're gonna get there you know without judgment we're gonna get there and just you know be with ourselves and and just observe ourselves and everything that we do during the day and as an excuse not to stop for one second just not even one second and the thought system doesn't allow us to even stop for one second because you know it's risky for it so it's very risky (laughs) We might realize that it's all a lie. <laughs> okay. Um, will anybody else like to comment? Hello, Peggy Lee. <laughs> Thank you for joining. <laughs> oh, Lee Mont, you haven't said anything today, and I love your commenting. <laughs> I love your, you know, your thoughts. And would you like to say something?
10: Uh, yeah, I I had a little trouble in the beginning with my internet connection. It was. A challenge to stay positive and not just think i was being punished <laughs> so it's <was> a really <laughs> i mean i thought that whole thing about mind training it's like man i got a ways to go it's like i rushed to the worst possible explanation as quick as possible so it's but at least i could you know sort of laugh at myself and i uh, appreciate you know i thought well i'm included whether i'm here or not so <laughs> Yeah, I just I love the idea about the understanding, Um, you know, because I I hadn't really thought that I'd come in with my own ideas about light. And I I think I tend to equate it with a like an alternate state of mind that somehow not it's accessible, but it's not really me. And and the idea of it being um, a state of understanding, I I have had that experience and I. So I know that that's within. Um, and so it, it's, it's not so much that I'm trying to reach God as this abstract thing. I'm, I'm trying to connect with that understanding within myself that is oneness. Um, and it's, it's beyond a thought and it's beyond, you know, something that I can make up. Uh, it gives me goosebumps actually. that Everything else that I see is made up, but understanding is not. And I know that.
1: I know that, so it's a very yeah. powerful lesson. Thanks. It's a very powerful lesson. Yes, it's, it's so beautiful what you said, Lin, because at the beginning we get so concerned and and we're still concerned about the biggest stuff, you know, what is God? And, and you know, the end of the life, the beginning of life. And, and and that's another distraction to forget about what's going on in an everyday lives, which is just observe what's going on and, and, and how much, you know, how much you have invested in, in the separation. And whatever you see, whatever you know is is, is causing you um, to feel bad or, or too excited. Just just ask the Holy Spirit for help, and then little by little we will understand. What uh, we'll get closer to the abstraction. We'll never get there because it's something that we can even describe with words. But just little by little, just opening to to open ourselves to the idea that we, we will be there at some point. We're not yet, but who cares, you know, just, just observe yourself on a daily basis and that's
5: all. So, I, uh, I just realized that the arrival in the movie was not the aliens. It was the arrival of her understanding. Exactly. I was like, Oh, duh. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> exactly.
1: exactly. And, and I just want, I didn't want to give too much away, but I, it's a beautiful film that, and, and I think as, a, um, um seekers of the truth uh, it's a film that we, need, we we should watch and uh it's, it's amazing honestly i i've seen it a few times by now and every time i see it i watch the film i i, I just something gets revealed something new and and it's so elegant and so it doesn't need too many words you know it, it leaves the interpretation to 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 the to the viewer and i think that's respectful you know it doesn't doesn't give you too much information you just need to put it all together and and for us for for, for true seekers for mystics by default that we are is it's a beautiful film okay and does anybody else would like to comment on this paragraph i um i love a sentence two also that says you might find the helpful helpful to to remind yourself from time to time you know no guilt there just remind yourself from time to time hey what i'm seeing here am i am i in peace what i'm feeling at the moment even if even if it's not complete joy then just ask for help you know to to reevaluate the information is coming through your eyes or any of your senses okay and as I was saying at the beginning, sorry, I, I make a note here, and the importance of um, of looking at our hatred, of looking at whatever we're feeling at the moment. Um, Rebecca is gone. Oh, I wanted to comment something on something. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, Becca, sorry.
8: <laughs> I'm just at work, so I'm in and out.
1: <laughs> well, Becca, I just wanted to thank you because uh, a few months ago i don't know maybe a year ago or something you recommended a book called um i think it's by brenner brown and and it's the atlas of the heart i think oh. it was and so i i think you recommended it or something and i yeah, i, I it, yeah yeah i think you mentioned it and i read the book and and, and i thought of a book when i was re- reading this paragraph this this paragraph because it, the importance of looking at our hatred and at our emotions and sometimes we just we don't don't address them because we don't want to look at what is behind them so the book has been very helpful and I wanted to thank you oh,
8: you're welcome I'm glad
1: thank you. okay so um let's move to paragraph seven uh let's get uh, let's get Peggy Lee could you please read paragraph seven
3: please sir Begin the practice period by repeating today's idea with your eyes open and close them slowly, repeating the idea several times more. Then try to sink into your mind, letting go of every kind of interference and intrusion by quietly sinking past them. Your mind cannot be stopped in this unless you choose to stop it. It is merely taking its natural course. Try to observe your
2: passing thoughts without involvement and slip quietly by them. Thank you. Thank you, Bailey.
1: If you feel like commenting, it's okay. Otherwise, um...
3: yeah, it just sounds so simple, but I don't understand why it's so hard sometimes.
1: It is hard, we, we try, you know, not to do it uh, all the time. And is the, the fact that um, to me it's helpful to think of the mind as, um, as a switch, as a, you know, as a, is it called interrupter? It's a, you put the light on and off, but mm-hmm. the energy is always going through it. So the mind is always active. The mind is, is always, you know, there is energy going on. So you choose you choose to put it on and off. And if it's off, obviously it's on, the, it's on the, you're choosing the ego thought system. But if it's on, then you, you are allowing the light to, to go through. And, and, and this exercise at the beginning says try to sink, try again, try. There is nothing wrong with not achieving the, the goal here. Just try, you know, sink into your mind and, and let go of the interference. And the interference is the noise. The noise, the, the ego needs to be on all the time, <laughs> judging, judging, sending information for us to get distracted. And um, and in, in line four, it says it is merely taking its natural course, the quietness. You know, the on is the natural course of the mind. So, and and also love, I love the the word choose here. Your mind cannot be stopped in this unless you choose to stop it. So by observing the thoughts that go through our mind, we stop it. Because we they they, they're like sand, you know, you you get a a little bit of sand in your hand, and you open a little bit of your mind, and then you through. it's nothing. It can harm you. As for us, said the other day, and I love that phrase, it's just information. Oh, Lean Oldman, thank you.
0: Yeah,
10: I, I just um that sentence five, try to observe your passing thoughts without involvement and slip quietly by them. I mean, that sounds like such a simple thing. And I'll tell you, after years and years and years of trying to do that, before of course, years, I still can't do it. And I just got why it's it's because I want to be involved with them. I mean, he's he's asking me. <laughs> to to sort of go past what I think I am. I mean, what the hell does he mean by that? you know So this is no I mean the gentleness and the, the sort of the, the slow uh, process and practice of this course is really important because you know if, if we could do if I could do this, I wouldn't need the course. and and it's really getting in touch with how, uncomfortable it is for me to not take every single thought that goes through my mind seriously and give it proper consideration. So I need these three minutes, five minutes, two minutes, one minute, you know, uh, several times, just to even, even to think about the idea of that is big. Uh, You know, 30 seconds sitting, realizing I can't do it is big you know, a minute, maybe thinking maybe I could do that. in So I, I mean, this is, yeah, this mind training
1: thing is really, really big. So thanks. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you for that. Could you could you please, Lynn, do me a favor and please go to Lesson 23. We can all go there if we want. Page 34. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've read this before with you. And um, I do apologize if I read it every single time I have the chance, but I think it's such an important phrase and such an important paragraph. It's in Lesson 23, page 34. And could you please, read paragraph one? Uh, Sure. Um, I'm I'm
10: trying not to feel chastised (laughs) here. But I'm looking for help, so okay. The idea for today contains the only way out of fear that will ever succeed nothing else will work, everything else is meaningless, but this way cannot fail. And the idea is I can escape from the world I see by giving up attack thoughts. Every thought you have makes up some segment of the world you see. It is with your thoughts then that we must work if your perception of the world is to be changed. It's beautiful. I hear that a whole different way than I've ever heard that before. Um, because it's there's something about the the guilt that I feel at having these thoughts that I shouldn't have is enormous but it's just it's he's taken all of that judgment away from it it's with my thoughts that I must work and that's where the healing comes so
1: beautiful it's very lovely thank you. you very much and I have to read this several times a day when I believe that you know, I'm going to solve the world by making the phone call or talking to my mother or talking to my friends or, you know, it's, it's not that it's just, you know, allow when I, mean, I tell myself to allow you know, money, please just take the time to, to see what's behind it. And, it's, and it's, it's, it's just observing the thoughts that go around any given situation. It's with our thoughts, not with our behavior, not with our friends, with our parents, with the weather, with the global situation, it's our thoughts. And of course, the ego doesn't want to stop, because by default, we need to be busy. The ego thought system is busy all the time. It knows that by stopping, even for one second, we might get into trouble.
5: I was also thinking that the, uh, <laughs> part of the irony is I can escape the world I see by giving up, attacking my attack thoughts. Like Lynn was just saying, like I'm always beating myself up because I'm such a bad course and I'm still judging the crap out of everybody. And then, I be, and then I attack that. I beat myself up for that. And then it goes on. And on. <laughs> it's just like, stop it. The natural course is stop trying to resist this stuff. Just stop attacking, for God's sake. <laughs> that's the unnatural course. <laughs> this stuff's already a done deal. I don't have to keep beating myself up. <laughs> yeah, That's good. Like
7: in,
1: like in the film like when they're, they're, the, the um, aliens arrive, they just, they just stand there, they just stay there and they're their own information. And then we're about to nuke ourselves as humanity, disappear just because we, we felt threatened by, by the presence of that information. And that's how our thought system, the ego thought system works. It just prefers to destroy everything, you know, but never stop. <laughs> so you'd rather die, but not know yourself. That's, that's the most important the goal of the ego thought system.
5: So, the way they, uh, the way they played the fear up of the aliens, and all it was was just taking all that fear of, fear of understanding, really, and and then we put it on the aliens, <laughs> so we don't want to understand them either. <laughs> so and and then that that idea of putting her hand on that screen, and and they put their. Tentacles up! Oh my God! <laughs> don't do it! Don't don't put your hand up! There. <laughs> don't t- don't. What's today's lesson? Don't let Jesus touch you on the soul shoulder. He's got tentacles. He's gonna get you for sure.
1: <laughs> don't stop! Don't stop! Don't never stop. So yeah, thank you, Tim. Um, okay, uh, let's move to paragraph eight. Let's look at the time. Yes. Um, I'm going to get, um, Audrey, could you please read paragraph eight? And if you feel like commenting, do so.
0: Sure. Back in page seventy. sorry. Yes. Um, while no particular approach is advocated for this form of exercise, what is needful is a sense of the importance of what you are doing. It's an estimable value to you and an awareness that you are attempting something very holy salvation is your happiest accomplishment it is also the only one that has any meaning because it is the only one that has any real use to you at all this all feels it feels very sacred to me um and it the effect it has on me is it gives me it gives me patience you know this is this is my job now and um And it's a big job. I mean, the, the line that really like in, in, in paragraph five, where it says, properly speaking, this is the release from hell yet to the ego, it's a descent into hell. I mean, it doesn't get more starkly clear that, you know, what we're up against in in, in re, you know, re, re- reprogramming. So, um, and I also, I have an enormous amount of respect for for all of you. I've just I've just been it's been an, a a revelation to listen to all of you be in your presence. And you've been doing this for a while. And if it were easy, you would have done it you know <laughs> you would have figured it out by now. Um but the fact that we continue to, you know, just it just deepens. It just deepens.
1: Oh that's nice Audrey. Thank you. It's true it's just you know I'm, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life i don't know 30 40 50 years who cares maybe one month one <laughs> week i don't know but my only job is just to just to keep keep going keep going keep undoing. you know keep keep undoing the idea of me and that's my only job i don't know if i'm going to you know i don't know i don't even know about, about work enlightenment or, i don't know anything about that i know my goal is god and I'll do whatever it takes, you know, little by little, every single day, just reading, observing myself, uh, accompanying myself to do so, just that's all. And it's beautiful, Andre Dan. And if we are here, it's because, of course, we, we keep choosing the ego. We do it less now, but we keep doing so. So no, no guilt there. Uh, thank you. So I, I, I love when in paragraph 8, yes, no particular approach is advocated for this form of exercise. You know, it's beautiful. What is needful is a sense of the importance of what you are doing. So most of us get trapped. I, I remember me being really trapped in the idea that oh I don't know how to close my eyes. Let alone I don't know how to meditate and how many meditation forms are there and, and I, get, I got trapped on that a long time because I wasn't doing I wasn't doing it right, I didn't have the right handle, the right cushion to sit on and, and nothing none of that is important. Of course there are schools that teach that and, fine. And, but this is, um, this is the perfect um, information given for us, because this is the appropriate information that we need at this time and space. You know, in time, we don't need more than this. And, and don't worry about, just saying, don't worry, no particular approach is applicated. Just, just stop for one second, then maybe next day is two seconds, and then all of a sudden we realize that we stop for an hour, which is also not important. <laughs> the time is not important. It's, it's better to have a second space, you know, reaching for the light than an hour, you know, just playing with evil thoughts. Um,
5: I keep going back to what Jean said and and laughing. I don't know why Jesus thinks I can do this stuff. <laughs> he must know something I don't know.
1: <laughs> trust trust that we are already there. Trust, you know, um, Trust that we're we're together. We're already in in next to God. So, just laugh, you know, and and, and look at yourself trying to trick yourself. I, I remember once the first time I read in in Ken Swapnick, um, um Journey Through the War book, he says, "A relationship with the Course is our relationship with Jesus." And I remember that I I will do everything that was in my power during during the day not to. Not even do the lesson. I mean, no to, to stop it was impossible for me, but I wouldn't do the lesson. And I would do it like um, one minute to midnight, <laughs> just to see. Just, okay, Jesus, um, we're okay. Everything is fine. <laughs> Until I, you know, I, I could stop and see that I was fear. I was fearful. I, I wasn't trusting. I was just fearful. I was asking, um, asking for 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 forgiveness from Jesus not to be, you know, struck by. So anyway, just just laugh at all the tricks that we use, not to be. Not to reach God. So anyway, I don't know what else to say about this. Uh, yes, to stress the importance of doing so and and at your own time when you can you know not rush there, especially no guilt. Okay, let's move to paragraphs nine if um, nobody else would like to comment on that. I will get Lisa. That's also your cat. Paragraph <laughs> nine, right? <laughs> this is one of
11: my cats. <laughs> um, if resistance rises in any form, pause long enough to repeat today's idea, keeping your eyes closed. Sorry. Keeping your eyes... Clo- resista- if resistance rises in any form, pause long enough to repeat today's idea, keeping your eyes closed, unless you are aware of fear. In that case, you will probably find it more reassuring to open your eyes briefly. Try, however, to return to the exercises with eyes closed as soon as possible. Well, that's the process of doing this exercise, I suppose, but um, I, I don't know how to apply that anywhere else, just to this lesson but I would like to say one thing about um that par- in paragraph seven sentence five this is something that I try to do on a on on a regular basis try to observe your passing thoughts without involvement and slip quietly by them because for me I don't think my thoughts are going to stop I think you know when I'm when I'm in those, those thoughts are always there, but it's when I pick out a thought and decide to identify with that thought, that's where my problem happens. So I just wanted to point that out because it's like, thoughts are always flitting through my mind. And and a lot, most of the time now I'm at the point where I can let not every thought pass by, but more, more and more. It's just like randomly, all of a sudden, some thought will hit me, and boom, I'm off and running with it. So anyway, I just I know that doesn't have to do with my paragraph, but I wanted to say that. Thanks.
1: Thank you, Lisa. And it's true what you said. It's uh, when you were describing, you know, that you actually observe your uh, thoughts without involvement. I was thinking that when we like when we go to the supermarket and then we choose, you know, some items. And it's it's true. It's just observe your thoughts. The mind is, as I was saying before, is never off. It's never off. But then um, we decide to get involved with those thoughts and then suffer because we choose them because they perceive our individuality. Yes, of course, that's what we do. But the the only thing we need to do is, as you were remarking here, and thank you for doing so, uh, observe your, observe your passing thoughts without involvement, and sleep quietly by them. They are not important they are not interesting. Just there, you know, the thought system of the ego as, the, as, as God's thought system is, is, a, is a package. It's just a package. One is abstract <laughs> and the other one is full of information that we don't need and all the thoughts are there. They're not bad, they're not good, you know, they're just there. And we choose to resonate with them to, to, or to sleep quietly by them, knowing that they can harm us. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa, for that.
5: I was just thinking that one of the ways to look at darkness is, uh, and, and we even use it culturally. We say, if we're, if we're kind of putting somebody down and they're not aware of what's going on, we say they're in the dark. They don't understand what's going on. They're not seeing the dotted lines. I mean, the, the dots that are connecting everything. They're in the dark. I mean, we even use it that way. <laughs> darkness is not understanding.
6: Mm. Thank you. The Bruce's way. Yeah, um, to
2: add to what uh, Lisa was saying, and Tim and uh, Osmani, uh, I, I woke up this morning and uh, 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 I poured myself a cup of coffee and I, I uh, sat down, and my mind. Uh, Reeling, you know, and uh, I was thinking, I'm, I'm going to be going over to this one guy's house and I'm going to be doing some laminate. And uh, I'm looking for, and you know, I stopped. I says, You know, I usually uh, try and stop and reflect in the morning. And right now, I'm just running at the hilt. My mind's going crazy, and what I got to do, you know. And really, I, I really don't have to do anything. And above all, maybe I should do it with Jesus with me. You know, <laughs> and, and, you know, my resistance sometimes is unknowingly. I mean, I, I didn't even know. You know what I mean? I, I mean, you're just, you wake up, you zoom out, and, uh, you know, you don't zoom in. And you know, sometimes um, your first steps, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's not that um, it's not that I'm harboring harboring uh, hateful thoughts because I'm going to take the ego lightly, rather. And I, I have found now that I've been going through some pain, and you know, there's a. There's a pain, and then there's a healing pain. I don't know if you can understand. Uh, but I know I've, I've been going through some, um, some makes and pains, and I found myself embracing them rather than, rather than try and uh, uh, fight them. And uh, in that manner, I get to know them. I get to know, I get to know the pain more. And then when I open myself up, now I can have the Holy Spirit or Jesus come along with me because I found myself before, I'd be fighting it. I'd be self-conscious about it. And uh, in that self-conscious, I would just be also self-conscious to other people around me and my relationship with Jesus. You just, you, I'd be fighting, competing. Now, if I can embrace the situations, I think my help comes in a little bit more readily. He's, he's able to come in rather than, you know, me saying, me taking over, me get out of the way, so to speak. Right, thanks. Thank you,
0: Tim. Thank you, thank you, Bruce. As you were talking, um,
1: the word, um, the phrase, "What for?" came to my mind. You know, everything, everything, whatever happens to us, and uh, we just need to ask, "What for?" "What for?" Pain, suffering. We're not in peace. What for? What is behind any given situation that I'm not looking at it properly? So, thank you. And and what you were talking about. the different forms that resistance have and it's it's what it says in paragraph 9 if resistance arises in any form and we don't realize sometimes that whatever is happening to us is a form of resistance that's why that's why we need to observe ourselves because uh, accompany ourselves because the ego uh, studies with us and meditates with us and does everything with us. And, and as I, was, I don't know if I shared this with you before, um, uh, the other day I was looking at one of my nephews to, um, use this to draw some lines. And I was thinking of how, how that's what we do. I mean, sometimes we, we get that one angle and we believe that um, everything is going okay. And then we just need to move a little bit and change your approach. Do different angles because the ego always comes with us. So it's just maybe if we do the same things every single day at the same time, the ego is doing it with us, and we're happy. Are oh, we doing this correctly? I'm doing the exercise. No, just just change a little bit your angle. You know, ask for help all the time and see. Am I okay? Is everything okay? And at the beginning, it seems like a job, but then as you know, as you go to by default to the ego thought system, you learn to go by default to the. Holy Spirit thought system and that's it just, just change your approach a little bit, and we do this you know in class together and especially asking Jesus for help. so thank you
2: yeah no no particular approach right Bonnie
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just just ask for help you know I, I just sit and at the beginning it used to be like more like um I need to be still and but now I just have conversations and <laughs> just ask for help. what's going on here? and then sometimes i'll end up crying but you know cry and then i feel peace at the end and sometimes i just laugh you know my family must think i'm a big i'm going mad or something (laughs)
2: lisa thank you lisa you're on mute you missed it. It's too late now. No, just:
5: Yeah, I, li- I, I like this it. part, though. We got it.
11: The, the, the <laughs> instrument that you used in taking the different angles that I mean, it just kind of reminds me of the course itself, because isn't he like saying a lot of the stuff but taking it from a different
1: angle? I mean, he's, he does that all throughout the book, I think. A so. single list a different angle. He's saying the same. He's saying the sing, every single day every single day we re- listen to the same but then different words different angles different angle different different approaches because the, the thought system the ego thought system is like that it's just gonna try to you know trick us trick us trick us so that's what it says here if resistance rises in any form any form you know you might get a niche you might get some pain you might get a phone call you know it doesn't really matter what for what for what, what is this going on and then you know you get, you get the answers if you're willing to listen. Okay. Mm, okay, I think we're going to move because of the time to paragraph um, 10. I'm going to get who's, uh, Dave Van Dyke. Could you please give me hand reading paragraph 10?
4: Sure. If you are doing the exercises correctly, you should experience some sense of relaxation and even a feeling that you are approaching, if not actually entering into the light. just so I haven't been doing them correctly. Anyway. <laughs> Try to think of light, formless and without limit, as you pass by the thoughts of this world. And do not forget that they cannot hold you to the world unless you give them the power to do so.
2: <clears> hmm. <throat>
4: Yeah, what what occurs to me is what we were saying about um, thoughts earlier um, that, you know, this is a descent into hell for the ego. And um, I I think what our ego does is that, it just feels compelled to think because it's maintaining its identity by doing that. It just, you know, as long as I keep thinking, keep that mind busy, then, you know, cloud the sky, then the sun can't get through. And uh, uh, what what I'm finding is that um, when I can trust, um, then I can relax. I don't need to think. And, you know, um, so I experience, you know, at times where the sun can get through. And uh, if I can just keep doing that with the Holy Spirit's help, um, you know, I think gradually things will, will get better.
1: Thank you, Dave. Thank you yep. for that. Yeah.
4: I, I keep
5: going through the paragraphs now, crossing out light and putting an understanding. <laughs> a whole new thing's happening. It's like, 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 I think Lynn Altman was saying this before. It's like, light's not a thing. It's an experience. It's an understanding. And, and so, like, feeling that you're actually approaching if not actually actually entering into understanding I I feel like I'm getting close to understanding this (laughs) it feels good (laughs) and then try to think of understanding formless and without limit well yeah understanding connects all the dots I don't have to see it from a particular angle (laughs) it connects everything (laughs) formless and without limit wow I like this lesson. <laughs> I didn't like it before.
1: <laughs> it's a fun lesson too. I I don't know if I shared this with you before, but... Um when um when i started i mean I, I decided to start the book in english because i didn't think spanish was enough of a language for me to <laughs> to understand it so I, I did the book in spanish i didn't understand it so I, I joined you know your group in order to be able to understand it in english and then it, it was more difficult because <laughs> i didn't understand it in english either so uh, any any, anytime, any difficult word came to you know and i didn't know its meaning i just changed it for the word jesus or its holy spirit and then i trusted that it will come back at some point i will read it and then it will come back so i don't know <laughs> just you know it's, it's fun making it making it your own because this is our own book oh thank you Riz. go ahead
3: i i don't know if anybody else uh, notices this today but since we're one mind and i used to think about um you know, being still and uh, letting my mind be still. But it, while we were all talking and I can see all the boxes on the screen and all the faces, I'm feeling this incredible sense of stillness. And I think many of you are feeling too. And it, it I used to think, I mean, we can have minds, our, our conversation, our mouths can be flapping. We can be talking words. We can see each other and we can also be in that space. Thank you.
2: Thank you,
1: thank you, Aris. it's true, it's true, we can be in the middle of, um, I don't know, busy day and, you know, really noisy traffic, and be still, so yeah, we're moving towards that, thank you, Aris, for that.
6: And I
5: love what you said earlier, Osmanis, we don't have to try to be in that space, we have to stop trying to not be in that space, <laughs> that's, what that's what we're always trying to do, I don't want to be there. <laughs>
6: exactly
1: i i remember using the word try i didn't know what, what i was trying I just try and that that even that word try you know put some space between me and the what i was thinking or i was going on so just try i don't know just try it jesus told you just today try <laughs> so that's what i used to do <laughs> okay um and and, and it says here in paragraph 10 he says in line two, try to think of light formless and without limit as you pass the thoughts of this world. And as Lisa was pointing out, and do not forget that they cannot hold you to the world unless, I love this word, unless you give them the power to do so. I am the authority here. As a mind, I've got the power to choose. And you need to be reminded of that every single time you have during the day. I am the authority here. I do you. The, I give you the power to do so. I don't want to suffer anymore. Okay, Oris, could you please, as, since you were the last person to talk, will you please read paragraph 11 if you feel like it?
3: Sure. Thank you. Throughout the day, repeat the idea often with eyes open or closed, as seems better to you at the time. But do not forget, above all, be determined not to forget
1: today. Let's try. <laughs> OK, thank you very much. Does anybody else would like to comment before we close? OK, I would I like to thank you all for for coming to class. And, um, and then we'll close with uh, in, in the lesson 45. Um, I'm going to get um, who has some read Steven. Stephen, could you please read from paragraph sorry from lesson forty five page seventy one um, paragraph three Thank you and we'll take a minute to to try Thank
2: you Osmar,
4: beautiful Stephen. class
2: Thank you Paragraph three. Where then are your real thoughts? Today we will attempt to reach them. We will have to look for them in your mind because that is where they are. They must still be there because they cannot have left their source. What is thought by the mind of God is eternal, being part of creation. Thank you,
1: everybody. Let's remember that we think with the mind of God so let's stop for one minute to close thank you Thank you everybody. Thank you for today. And remember, even though we don't know what the mind of God is yet, we don't have to worry about it. We will get there.
5: <laughs> Thank you, Asmani. Thank you, Asmani. <laughs> so Thank you everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Asmani.
3: <laughs> Thanks <laughs>
5: everyone. Thanks everybody. <laughs>